Hey, Tori, thanks so much for being here. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. I'm so excited to chat. Do you want to tell everybody where you're from, what you do, kind of your background story? Sure. So I am Tori Daly, co-owner of The Daily Media. I co-own it with my husband. Um, and we are based in Miami, Florida, so it's always hot and sunny here. I've lived here my entire life, thank the Lord, because I do not like any cold. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we focus on, obviously, product photography. Um, our images are always vivid and impactful, so vivid as in colorful, fun. Um, I love playing with ingredients, so a lot of times our projects include that. And impactful, meaning that we really connect with our clients' target audience when developing our photos to make sure that, you know, there's that connection. Yeah. Yeah. And if you haven't seen her photos, your photos are so vibrant. They're awesome. It's what drew me to your profile is that you really do have that like really like eye catching color and all of that. It's really cool. If you guys haven't seen her profile, it's at the daily media on Instagram. Um, but it's, um, it's incredible. And I love how you put those ingredients there. What kind of got you into product photography? Um, it was definitely a pivot for us. Um, we actually started as social media managers. So I was doing social media management for doctors, chiropractors, Mm. things of that nature. And it got really mundane and boring for me. (laughs) Yes. Because they're so not creative. Oh my goodness. So because of that, um, I was like, you know, figuring out how we could pivot. And I started looking online and like at different businesses, because we were already in the market and seeing that a lot of businesses had like amazing reviews they have amazing products that people are ranting about but the photos are like in a patch of grass (laughs) (laughs) so because of that I was like okay they could probably sell a lot more if the products were like styled with maybe the ingredients or things that actually connects with the brand and the brand's audience that they're trying to communicate with so After that, we started reaching out with companies and connecting with them and doing a few trials to see if it worked. And it definitely stuck. Yeah. And um, it was definitely more of a creative outlet for me versus working with like a doctor and having to pull his teeth Mm -hmm. and, you know, (laughs) saying, okay, say this. And it's just so awkward. So it was definitely an awesome pivot. And yeah, so that's where we started and how we ended up where we are now. Yeah. Well, and it gives you guys so much creative freedom to have some fun. You clearly have a lot of like bold colors, a lot of energy there. Um, You've talked a little bit already about like the connection with your audience. And I don't think a ton of people really correlate those two things of like, like a photo versus connection. Let's talk about that. Like how, how do you build connection through a photo? Like, what is that really? What's kind of the background there? Right. So For me, a lot of our clients are either already established brands that are, Mm -hmm. you know, already building revenue or they're starting out from the get-go. And um, a lot of times they come with like no vision. But one thing that we always like to hone in on is like the brand's colors because that like speaks a lot for a brand. For instance, for us, we use like pink, yellow, and orange. They're very feminine because our market is very feminine. (laughs) I think we've only worked with two male clients, which I still love them. Yeah. (laughs) But who were who who we connect with and who we really work with, our colors really connect with that. And I'm a very happy person. So that's where like the yellow comes in, very bubbly, very outgoing. 
that's where the pink comes in very feminine Mm -hmm. and even the you know the orange is still very strong and there's like a masculine aspect to that as well yeah so I feel like a lot of times you know brands come to us or clients come to us with absolutely no color palette and that is what really helps to drive you know the photo and drive the um the connection with the with the client so for me I love working with colors and usually if the client just wants white I usually don't take them on (laughs) honestly (laughs) you need a little color in there yeah because that's that's our strong point and you have to know as a business what what your strong suit is and what you really do well at yeah so yeah I would say if that was a question yeah yeah definitely you know color is our 100% your differentiator yeah yeah different Mm -hmm. differentiating and also what the product possesses so if there's different things inside the product we love to bring those to life love working with fruits Yes. Um, all of those different things that really help you to bring to life. And just really the whole main point is to connect with the target audience, like mm-hmm. what, what they like. So, yeah. yes. Yeah. I love that. Cause it's something I talk about all the time with social as well as like, it's all connection based, even with product, like, especially Absolutely. with a lot of the products that like on your profile that you work with, like skincare, different kind of health and beauty stuff, like they, like those are higher involvement just because you're putting it on your body. You're either in, like ingesting it, you're putting exactly. it on your skin. Like they need the richness and the depth of that product through the photography. So people feel comfortable and trust the product enough to want to put it on them as well. Exactly. And then trust also comes through colors as well. Mm-hmm. Yellow is a very trusting color as well. Purple, things of that nature. So it's a, it's, there's like a lot of science behind it that people yeah. don't consider. Yeah. Um, so even before we were developing our own brand, I did a lot of research on what colors meant and what my colors would communicate to my audience. So mm-hmm. another thing is that a lot of times people start brands or companies and they pick like their favorite color, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, it doesn't have but any of the psychology behind it. N- no, it doesn't like the it doesn't make any sense. So then it makes a struggle on our part as well. Cause if your brand is very feminine and then you choose black because you, you love black, but maybe that doesn't necessarily connect with who you want to, attract. you know, yeah. attract or sell to. So it's not a personal thing that I always tell clients, especially when we're going through like our planning sessions, especially if they're just starting out colors, branding, all of that, you should have that really squared away before you even come to a photographer. Mm. But, and to consider that it's not about you. It's <laughs> really about your brand and who, you know, connects with your brand and those your colors should customer. connect with those. Yeah. Yes. And that should connect with that person. Mm, I love that. And that's, again, something I talk (laughs) about all the time is you have to start with the foundations before you can talk about content or photos or anything, because absolutely not going to be cohesive or any of anything of that nature. Yeah. So you've talked a little bit, like you said, ingredients, you talked about like color psychology. Um, What are some of the ways that you like elements of a good brand photo that really creates that connection with your audience? Right. So I would definitely go back to color. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I would say color. Um, also target audience. Like you said, it's really like those foundational elements that help yeah. to br- bring off a good project. Mm-hmm. Um, something else that we like to talk about when we're developing a shoe is also words that describes the brand. So um, some brands might use like bubbly, um, yeah. friendly, 
um, outgoing, these things help to like bring out the feeling actually Mm -hmm. exactly the feeling. And that's what we're trying to communicate. Images should always communicate a feeling, even if it's simple. So even if you just have sand in the background, that is going to communicate like self care. Mm-hmm. That's going to communicate a beach day. Yeah. Even, you know, like so we don't necessarily work on the beach. So obviously you're communicating like a self care day or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's important to know those words that you want to communicate okay. to that buyer. And a lot of times we just want photos, but you have to know what you want to communicate to the, to the buyer before we can actually shoot it. Yes. Tori is so funny. I'm over here smiling because the things <laughs> you're saying is like literally reiterating things that I tell people all the time. And it's like, Beat them over the head. like girl, you got it. Come on. It's like, uh, moods and feelings and photos are everything. And I, like you said, like people put their, put their art in the grass and be like, Hey go, like it's nature. And like, yes, that's great. But like having some of that variety in there as well is so key. And having some of that one thing that I see, and I'm interested to hear your opinion on it is mm-hmm. a lot of people's photos, um, like almost, I hate the word aesthetic, but like the aesthetic of everything. I think everybody kind of understands that, um, mm-hmm. is it's very busy. Like a lot of times I'm telling people like you need more simplicity, like people almost overthink what they're putting into their photos. What are some of your, like, are there like, like photography elements that are, that you're like, do you like to have like a lot of white space or like, I guess, color space, like blank space in the background, like having a mixture mm-hmm. of close up and far away and busy and simple, like kind of how would you recommend that for connection based as well? Right. I like to start by styling the actual product before I put in any type of ingredient, because mm. at the end of the day, we don't want to over um, style the photo where the product is not the main focus yeah and a lot of times that's another issue when we're doing it on our own as business owners <laughs> <laughs> so it's like okay we have say we have a client that has like um avocado they have aloe they have um orange all of these things right and we feel like we have to put all of those things in the one photo mm. so even working with a photographer and a stylist, you have to also allow them to do their job because sometimes, you know, you have 10 ingredients, but not all 10 ingredients have to be in the photo. You have to consider what's in season, what's currently popular. Mm. Is orange really something that we want to pull on right now in the winter or do we want to leave that for summer, right? So I like to focus in on the product first and then see what works for the season that we're in. Is it going to be used year round? Are we using it just for like this quarter? So yeah, I like to do that and make sure that we're not overstyling the image because again, you could really be taking away from the actual product and distracting the viewer from what we want to actually say to them. So I would say 100% less is more. Mm. I know that's so painful for a lot of people with (laughs) (laughs) with put it all in there yeah but a photo that just hones in on the product will always do a lot better than something that's overstyled with like branches and trees and different shadows and things of that nature it would be a lot more impactful 
if you just focus in on that product and maybe pick one or two ingredients. Mm, I love that. And I like that you said, like, you have to choose what to emphasize based on the season or based on the trends right now. That's huge. Um, I love that tip. And less is more like looking at your profile as well. Like I'm like scrolling on your profile. You can totally see that and see the Mm -hmm. like emphasis of simplicity and everything. And you can really see like the texture and the depth of all of the products because you do focus on that. Right. And even with a simple image, it would, it looks like you're doing so much more. Yeah, it really does. <laughs> even, it looks more professional because it's not as busy. Right. Right. Yeah. So we feel like we have to put in all these different props, like put one thing at a time Yeah, and then take, take some out <laughs> when it starts to look crowded. Yeah, I totally, I I see what you're saying there, especially looking at the photos of some of your examples from your portfolio. Um, If people, like, do you think there's a time and place for people to DIY photos versus have it done professionally in their, or do you think every business should at least have some professional photos taken for their product photography? Right. I think it depends on where the business is in, you know, budget wise. Yeah. Um, I think that if you set a budget, you can always probably find someone within your budget as long as you're not scraping the bin. (laughs) There's always, you know, in every industry, there's always someone within your budget. You just have to look for them um, and make sure that that photographer is within your budget. Um, I literally just ran a blank. (laughs) You're good. Yeah. I mean, I think I, I, like, I, I hear you there. Like a lot of people do there's a budget like you need you and, and you need to have a budget for it, especially if, if you're going to have like a, a website or something like having professional mm-hmm. product photography does make a big difference. Right, exactly. We're talking about professional pro- photography, <laughs> right? So it, it's really about that. I think that everyone should have like a set. It's I like to call it building assets or that's what we call it in the industry. You build assets. So, of course, when you're even doing it in real estate, you can't buy 10 homes at once obviously, because, you know, you need a budget for that. So obviously you can have, you can start with a small portfolio of professional photos. And even if there's some that you have to do on your own, yeah, perfectly fine. At least you have some. Right. You have to have those set brand images that will say, this is a brand, this is a brand color, this is the brand emotion. And even if you're developing those on your own, at least you can also kind of go off of that and kind of, you know, work with that, like work with the colors and things of that nature and continue to make your own content. Mm -hmm. Right. But it's still important to have those specific brand assets that say, this is my brand, just like a logo. It it kind of all goes along with your branding. Mm -hmm. So you need to have those set assets and then you can build from there. Yeah. I love that. And I think that you can, like you said, having those set professional photos for your website, for your stock images, like, so people can really get like the true depth of everything. And then if you need right. more content, you can always, you can always DIY it, make your, do some of your own, but having those professional photos does set you apart and kind of makes you stand out within that industry. Right. And then even, even in regards to stock, I would say it's better to have, to call it like your, it's like your personal stock though, yes. because, mm-hmm. because stock images are great for like, again, filler, mm-hmm. but they're general. So it's important to have those specific branded images that are specific to your brand that no one else has, that we're not going to run into a duplicate on the internet. We see it and we know that it's yours. Yes. <laughs> because again, sometimes stock, you can find it again on the internet and you don't want to seem ingenuine or like you're just salesy. 
you know? So mm-hmm. again, it's important to have your specific um, brand images that way, you know, people will know exactly who you are. Mm, yeah, that's great. And I think you've hit on quite a few good like mistakes that people are making with taking their own photos and just with product photography in general. Do you have any more of those? So you, you've said less is more, you've said like focusing on emotion rather than just like whatever you want in the photo um, mm-hmm. and having some professional photography. Do you have any other like common mistakes that people are making with photography, with products that you could think of? Hey, Let me interrupt this killer episode for about 30 seconds to tell you about my signature 90 day program, Product to Profit. If you listen to my podcast and you feel like you have learned so much from it, hear me when I say that this is just scratching the surface of the information that you can learn. Within this program, we focus on in-depth social selling strategies and building an engaged community so you know exactly what to post on social media to crush all of your sales goals. Within this program, people have doubled their weekly income in the first eight weeks, went from selling only in-person markets to having an online community set alarms for their releases, and all while spending less than an hour per day on Instagram. Doesn't that sound lovely? I have three spots open in this program starting in three weeks want to make this the year that your dreams finally become a reality click the link in the show notes to apply to work directly with me through that process okay back to the show I would say um your photography should be a good mixture of things so it doesn't always have to be like like we just said like an absolutely professional image it can also be things that look more lifestyle So it's good to put your budget into different things or even have your vision in different areas. For us, of course, you need like a different budget for different types of photography. Mm -hmm. But I would say that it's great to have your, even people always talk about the Instagram grid or whatever. Nowadays, it doesn't need to be all aesthetically pleasing, Mm -hmm. but it's all about a good mixture. So if you have great branding, but you don't have great photography, you're missing something. If you have great photography and don't have great copy, you're missing something, you know? Mm -hmm. And it doesn't take like, I guess we always feel like we need to have like a professional in every single industry, (laughs) like in copy, in (laughs) website, in all of this. And you you kind of start to feel overwhelmed. But I would say if you build everything slowly and make sure that, you know, at least you have the fundamentals in everything, then it's, part of like the journey of building a a good brand and not feeling so overwhelmed. So I would definitely say that all of these things are really important and they really, you know, work together to create a great brand. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Baby steps. I like truly you're preaching to the, (laughs) to so many things that I say all the time, like people that are like religious and listening to my podcast are going to be like, did Maddie like this girl? Did she script her? Because this is exactly what she says all the time. I Uh love it. Um, Do you think product photography goes through like trends? Like, do you think there's, or do you feel like it's pretty, like once you have elements down, like, do you think that there's like, oh, like a trend in product photography right now is this or that, and it'll be like out of style. Or do you think that like the style of product photography has really been in style for a long time? Um, I would say, I don't know. I think that trend wise, of course, there's always going to be things like, um, I guess, styling and things of that nature. But I think that everybody right now is really honing in on individuality and what is 
you know, working for their specific brand, because it really speaks to whatever you are trying to connect with. And everybody right now, I feel has a community. And because of that, they are really trying to focus in and connect with that community. Mm -hmm. So I think that as long as we all, you know, stay original and know who you're working with or working for, um, I feel like that will never become trendy because it's just authentic. Yeah. You know, you're just trying to connect and be original to or be authentic with that group of people that you know you connect with. So I think there's always going to be trends. I mean, reels is a huge trend right now. Yeah, yeah <laughs> ridiculously. IGTV was a huge trend when it came out. Those things are more trendy, but I feel like when creating brand content or brand assets, you're always going to have to go more original versus trendy. Yeah. Well, if you're creating a true brand and you have like your concrete brand style and images and voice and moods and feelings, like they really shouldn't change too much once they are very set. So you should right. be able to use the same assets kind of over and over again. Right. And if even if you look at um, larger brands, even on Instagram or any other platform, you can see that they always have like a set tone yeah. and they will, you know, play with, um, you timely. know, the different yeah, the timely things, but they they always have that, like those building blocks that they won't move away from. Yeah. And we also have to make sure that the trends align with, you know, the brand. our brand build, mm-hmm. building blocks. Cause sometimes you feel like you're missing out, but you're not missing out. Maybe it just doesn't necessarily align with who you are or who your brand is. Yeah. And I think that goes back to kind of what you were saying with picking and choosing the ingredients that you emphasize, because I think like a lot of ingredients are more trendy than like the photo styling in and of itself. Like there's a time where aloe will be huge or vitamin C is huge or different things like that, where that's more trendy than like picking, like choosing how to style your photo and what to be in the photo rather than like the photo itself. Right. And you can choose what you want to be trendy with as, as well. You don't, we don't always have to look for all these different trends. You can create your own trend and say like, okay, this month, this is what we're focusing on. And people would be genuinely interested in because it's like, oh, you you know, we're focusing on citrus. Okay. Let me see how good this is for my skin or whatever. So it doesn't always have to be, um, okay, what's going on in the industry, but more like, what can we educate our target audience on this month versus looking at the outside and all of the craziness that's going on because there's always a trend and everybody's always dancing in front of the camera oh snap to that (laughs) my gosh yeah I mean you can you can pick and choose if you want to follow all of the trends and try it or stick to your guns and stick to what you're you're good at and what you want to stand out yeah because at the end of the day you you, as a business owner whether you're product-based or service-based you will always feel behind on a trend because there's always something going on. There's always a new song to TikTok to or to dance <laughs> to or a new texture to swatch and all the, there's always something to do. So it's just good to, um, I guess, get down to what is connecting with you. And if you genuinely feel like doing something, do it. And if you don't, you're not missing out. It's yes. like, it's okay. It's okay. Ooh, I love that. Tori, you are just <laughs> preaching over here. I could. Do you think there's something that you like people could do today, like easy at home, either whether it's on their stories or on their feed to like really connect to their audience through photography? Um, definitely. Like I said, don't overthink the images. I think a lot of times we feel like we need like this huge light box and we need all of this stuff. For me, when um, I worked with 
product-based businesses before we actually did um, our own business. I loved working with sunlight. Mm. Sunlight is a great way to get some good light, especially if sunlight works with your brand. Some people like darker um, images. You can work with those in a darker room. So really figuring out what lighting works for you and making it simple, putting maybe a hand, working with just the product, working with water, spraying the product. Um, again, using ingredients, maybe one ingredient, start with one, yeah. don't overdo it. Um, and you can always get like little backdrops that and find the colors that work with your brand or the textures that work with your brand. But make starting out with really simple images and then growing from that because it's definitely a learning curve and a growing curve when doing photography. Um, and yeah, basically. I think and I think what you do really well is like before I really like found your profile and just from kind of following you for a while, like I see you use like, and I don't know exactly what fabric or like material, but it looks like it's like construction paper, tile, like you use things that you can find like in your studio to take the photos that I don't think people always, something that my clients always say is that they, um, well, my house just like, isn't pretty. Like I don't have a cute house to like take these photos in. And I think like the simplicity of having like a backdrop there and then like propping your photos, having a little bit of light, like you can make very professional photos with, um, I mean, obviously like you have your styling eye and you have your, your editing and all of that, that goes into it as well. But it, like people almost overcomplicate it and they make excuses around like, oh, well my, like my countertop isn't granite. So like how, where, how am I supposed to get that where you can, you can get different backdrops and things like that. Right. Yeah. And it's all about creating that scene or that mood. So I've never shot in a kitchen or in a bathroom, but you could never tell that, Yeah. <laughs> you know? So remember that there's certain elements that bring on the feeling of a space, mm. right? Mm -hmm. So we're trying to develop a bathroom space. So we need tile. Obviously we need um, maybe a sink. Th these things can be purchased, <laughs> you know? So there's different ways that you can pull out. You need like a towel, maybe like a soap on a dish and things like that. So these little things like trigger our brains to think that we're in that space or that's where that space is, but it's not necessarily where we are. Yes. Oh, totally. That was such, that's a, such a good tip because you like, there's no reason that you can't have like you can't have some of those things in your house. Like you said, they can all be purchased and you can kind of make that scene up for yourself. Yeah. And that's why we create budgets for projects because you want to develop something yeah. that is not necessarily there. A lot of, like I said, a lot of these bigger brands as well that we work with or that work with other photographers, the, the, the scenes are developed and, you know, thought about before, and then you have a budget that you actually create that yeah. scene. It's not necessarily like an actual bathroom. It'll be like tile and yeah. and like a, a half a sink <laughs> yeah or like a shower head you these you things are just work. yeah you make it work and you create what you want in the photo it doesn't have to be like an actual kitchen or an actual bathroom or an actual park you can get turf grass there's different ways to create an emotion without it actually being the setting Mm, the possibilities are endless. I literally love that. Well, Tori, so I always ask all of my 
my guests on my interviews, the same three questions. So first question is like, do you have a book or a resource or a podcast or something that you recommend for business owners or something that really helped you out when starting your business? Yes. Okay. So I love the book. It's called The Power of Vision. Mm. Um, it's by Dr. Miles Monroe. Um, and in that book, I would say that I read that book while I was building my the foundational parts of my business. And it really helped me to stay consistent and stay focused because it can be so difficult to build something when your eyes can't see it. <laughs> and <laughs> so that book really helped me to be consistent and to continue to look at my future and the future of my business because right now where I am of course I want to be much farther but I have to be realistic that right now where I am was a huge dream (laughs) you know and while building my business I was still working part-time at Target Mm -hmm. and I would listen to this book I would read it on my breaks like just feeling myself like we're gonna make it we're gonna make it it. (laughs) (laughs) yeah so this was definitely something that helped to power me through that building phase and to now where I am now I'm so grateful and thankful and definitely the power of vision by Dr. Miles Monroe is definitely a heavy hitter for me oh yes (laughs) I love that story and I think I've never read it I have to add it to my list but I think that's a really good point of like every 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 stage is a milestone and the last stage you were hoping to get to where you are so you kind of have to take a baby steps Um, exactly next question and this one sometimes stumps people so don't be don't feel bad if you have to take a sec um if you could eat dinner with three people dead or alive to chat and like learn from or just to connect with who would your three Mm -hmm. people be okay first off I would have to say Michelle Obama because I just love her Mm. everything about her she's just amazing um I definitely I love that she um moved through so many different phases of her life and she never stayed as the one person like hence her book becoming yes I love that like she had her you know time of being a lawyer then she had her time of being a mother then she had her time of being a whole president's wife yeah Yeah, (laughs) like first lady so she just moved through those different phases in life so gracefully and like accepting that you know life is a is seasonal Mm-hmm. And so that's something that I'm trying to learn as well, that life is seasonal and you should embrace the season that you're in. Um, who else? I would probably want to eat with Adele because she just seems so cool and down she to does. earth. Like, she I does. feel like we would just laugh all day long. <laughs> and I feel like she has great taste in food, great taste in movies. She just oh, seems yeah. like a real homegirl. She does. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, I def- and I'm so excited she's back out into the world. I know with her new album um who else um let me just say Oprah because you know I Why mean not? who wouldn't want to sit with exactly. Oprah <laughs> she's an icon yeah I just again she's built something amazing in her lifetime yeah. to build like that huge empire holy cow in, yeah in these small amounts of years that we have here on earth I mean brilliant amazing just to sit and to listen to her journey would be great as well I'm always inspired Mm -hmm. by someone's journey yeah so those three talk about trying like being able to connect to a wide audience too Oprah did such a good job with that like dude I'm telling you she's she's just like 
brilliant. Yep. To be relatable as to a bunch of women being like single without kids and like having this massive business, she rocked it. She's awesome. She's yeah, on 100%. Exactly. Yes. 100%. Last question is if you had like a, the be- the biggest tip that you could give any entrepreneur from start to finish, what would your what would your tip be for an entrepreneur out there? Trust your gut and don't give up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, for me, um, again, just looking back at where I am within a few months to like few years. Um, I remember one season I was, again, I was working at Target, building my business. And I was just going so hard at like creating all these systems, making sure I can line up my business if I had new clients. How am I going to intake them? All of that. And then one day I was on Instagram, on an Instagram live. And we, um, I was talking to this lady. Her name is Courtney Adelaide. She's the owner of, she used to be the owner of Main Choice, but now she owns a whole other different brands. Mm-hmm. And she shouted out our business. And had I not been prepared for what I had been praying for, I promise you that my company would have looked like <laughs> the worst. <laughs> a mess. A uh, mess. So it was just like, you know, in those phases where you feel like you're creating something for no one, you're literally creating it for that future client, mm. those future people. So you have to continue to grind. You have to continue to believe in what's not in front of you. And again, it goes back to vision. Yeah. Um, you know, and again, don't give up. I started with my camera that when I got for my birthday from, I was 13. (laughs) So, and then, and then me and my husband jumped off of a ledge. I bought a professional camera because I was like, I'm going to start getting clients that I need to have, you know, professional images that really represent what they need. And I jumped off the ledge and the next month I booked those professional clients. And so you know, it's really important to invest in where you want to go. Obviously, don't over invest. Yeah. Don't mm-hmm. put yourself in debt. I don't believe in going in debt. For that. <laughs> but, you know, you have to, it's so important to see where you want to go and to make steps Absolutely. in that, in that, yeah, make steps in that direction. Because if you stay there with that 13 year old birthday camera, obviously <laughs> it might not do um, what a better camera could mm-hmm. do, right? But, it's still important to make those steps and to believe in yourself because if you don't make those steps, then things are not going to come to you. Yes. Oh, Tori, that's so good. And I love that mindset of like, you gotta, you gotta be where you're at, but you also have to act as if your vision is going to happen in the future for you. As long as exactly. you, you have to make those steps. Mm, yes. yes. Tori, where can people find you? How can they inquire to get photos taken? What, where, where's your, where's your home base? Okay. So we are on Instagram. It's at the Daily Media. Daily is spelled D-A-L-E-Y. So it's a little different, my last name. <laughs> and in our bio, we have our inquiry form and our schedule form. So again, you're able to do that simultaneously. You just schedule an appointment with me along with completing the intake form. The intake form allows me to gain insight into the project, make sure we're a good fit before we jump on the call. And then we get to do a comprehensive proposal. 
Yes. Yes. And like, if nothing else, guys, check her out, follow her on Instagram. Her, her product photography is awesome. And you'll definitely want to get some of her, some of her expertise in your business and in your photos as well. Um, Tori, thanks so much for being here. This was so much fun. Thank you. It was amazing as well. It's super fun talking. (laughs) Yes. All right. Thanks so much. And I hope you guys have a great day. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, guys, that was Tori. I hope you enjoyed this episode so much. Click the link in the show notes to find all of her links as well as to find mine. Come hang out with me on Instagram at thisismadisonpage and get way more information there as well. I love it, love it, love it when I get messages from you saying how much you guys are loving the podcast. So at thisismadisonpage and I would love to say hi to you there. Have a great day and I will chat with you soon.